episode number two of Curiosity with John and Mike. What's going on, buddy? What's up? What's up? It's exciting. We have our first guest, James Hicks, the Keto Guru. What's up, hey, buddy? What's up, gentlemen? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. All right. So this is, uh, we we completely, I say we, I kind of helped James, uh, Mike did an excellent job setting up our new location, our new setup or for the podcast. So what do you think about it? Dude, it's legit. Yeah. Like it's it's like you walk in and it's like really intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's not like Joe Rogan intimidating, <laughs> but it's pretty It should be Joe, come on out. He's right. Come here. on now. <laughs> He's back there producing and shit. <laughs> we're starting we, we're starting to call this the uh tanning bed now. Yeah. yeah. Courtney had no idea she was losing an office, did she? No, I think she's kind of upset about that. So we'll see how long I can keep it. I mean, it. you either have a nice empty room or you have some twins jumping all over you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. We'll just have to put them all in one room and keep this one. Yeah. <laughs> so we really didn't know what the hell we were doing. So we we were trying to figure out these camera angles and, and uh, purchase extra backdrops and get these lights in order, but... I think Mike did a really good job. Mike yeah. spent a lot of time getting these angles right and 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 getting everything together. So he did a good yeah. job. So if y'all are doing a podcast and y'all are using <laughs> GoPros, these wide angle lenses are hard are hard to frame the uh, backdrops. So I have a couple of them, and we have them just right. I mean, even from camera to camera, the stands almost get in the way, mm-hmm. and the lights will kind of cut into the frame, and it's just it's kind of like a puzzle you have to put yeah. together. I was getting frustrated for a little while. Luckily, my uh, Courtney helped me a lot. Uh, I could really see you running around seat to seat. Oh, we, yeah, we were doing that. Like I was playing. All right, I'm gonna be James, and then we were messing with the camera a little bit, and then uh, for this side of the shot, I was playing myself, and then I was like, oh, now I'm Mike, and we were trying to get the angles just right. But. <laughs> we moved these stands a hundred times, and you have to clamp them down to the table, and every time is like, all right, this is the last time, so I'm going to crank down like it's never going to move. <laughs> I can't tell you how many last times I cranked into this thing. <laughs> you don't want to do it that much, so I think we're, we're probably good here for a little while. No, it's legit, man. It, I mean, even when you showed up, we were <laughs> scrambling to get stuff ready, but we're glad we did it with you because we're obviously not experts, so trying to get the audio right the mic sound right, doing mic checks and getting the audio levels just right. Took yeah. a little bit of time. I'm glad we have the first person on the show and we know him because we can <laughs> fuck it up and it won't matter. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You're that guy. I see. Yeah. So I'm that guy. So, so I'm the token. Appreciate yeah. you. Exactly. So we wanted to have you on. Keto um, is a big part of your life yeah. um, along with running and everything. But keto, uh, I think, is a good popular topic of discussion and a lot of people are interested in you have completely taken the ball with keto and run with it so uh we were hoping to talk about your uh your recipes and what uh, what made you get into keto so we can kind of talk about your your transformation of you know where you used to eat water burger mm-hmm. you and i both love water burger we talk about it all the time but energy drinks that was the, the key word you were not supposed to say <laughs> dang it it was nas right yeah um, you used i used to, to drink like seven of the 16 ounce and also he's not exaggerating no there were no. seven he uh he had the the cases in the back of his truck <laughs> yeah. the old chevy you had yeah. yeah yeah i mean it all started back when i worked for coca-cola i mean i used to i was the production lead so when we ran energy drinks i would just be like i had one of those real tall uh refrigerators in my office and we would just fill it up with energy drinks 
and I'd probably drink 13, 14 a day. Jeez. And, uh, they, they had zero effect on me, but I was super addicted to them. So I don't know how many times I tried to stop drinking caffeinated drinks. And, uh, I just couldn't because right. the headaches were real. The, the body would, you know, try to detox and it was just, it was wild. And, uh, now I don't drink anything. But water. Crazy. Yeah, you don't drink coffee no. or anything like mm. that. No, I've never drank coffee because I never liked it. Yeah, you don't have to edit that out. I really <laughs> said that. <laughs> so uh, you've done like a like a back and forth thing where I remember a few years ago you you did I don't know what diet it was, but you lost a bunch of weight mm-hmm. and then you you gained it back. And now you did this keto and then you've been sticking with it what for three or four years now it seems like yeah so i'm coming up on my three-year keto anniversary right so i like that um i at some point i was doing a lot of traveling for work right and man you go traveling for work and you can eat whatever you want you eat whatever you want right Mm -hmm. so i spent some time in saudi arabia and of course when you go to saudi arabia there ain't shit to do so you're locked in a hotel and you know I was going down and eating an $80 buffet every night. And then I was eating that buffet for lunch. <laughs> and then on that uh-huh. buffet were like exotic desserts and, and everything, right? So you eat like a king and you just balloon up, right? There's nothing to do. You can't just like freely go out and about and walk, you know? Uh, I mean, because you could, but I was always scared I was going to get kidnapped or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I came home and we started up a couple of new plants in Louisiana. So man, you want to talk about getting fat, go spend some time <laughs> over there. You know, I spent like almost six straight months in Louisiana. Um, when I came home, I don't know, something triggered me one day. I looked in the mirror. And I was like, I don't like that guy that I'm seeing in the mirror. Right. right. And, and you know, you're right. I, I had lost some weight. I think I lost like 20 or 30 pounds before. And that was just like cutting shit out. Right. You know, no energy drinks and, a water burger. <laughs> um, Your diet though wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't anything completely different than the standard American diet though. I'm, you were just consuming what everyday people consume on a yeah. daily basis, right? Oh, but double. Did, yeah. You so you <laughs> overate a lot? Or? Oh hell yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. Like if there was something on my plate, like you know when you grow up, you got taught to eat what was on your plate. You didn't throw shit away. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. You go make your plate because you're like, oh, this looks good. And you lo- you load it up. Next thing you know, like you're miserable. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, you're like, I'm full, but I want a dessert. Yeah. <laughs> so then you go get something out of the, the freezer, some kind of ice cream or whatever. And oh, Bluebell. Yep. Yep. We, we talked about it before, Mike and I. Um, you used to get in trouble for not eating your food. Like yeah. it was a thing. You had to finish your plate before you could get off the table that was a, a thing and yeah. the, the wrong message, but that was just the way we we were raised, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, your parents were raised that way. They raised you that way and mm-hmm. you didn't waste food. I mean, your, your family goes out and works hard to provide and it wasn't like you couldn't just go throw shit away. Right. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yep. And, but I can remember as a kid, cause I was not a vegetable person, right? I yeah. hated vegetables and my dad would cook like T-bones and so I'd have that, you know, leftover piece on the T-bone and uh, I would like take all the corn and shit and hide it underneath <laughs> and try to do what you could because it was just a quick glance. Oh, yeah. Did my plate empty? Oh, yeah, good. Yep. I'm done. Mashed you know? potatoes were key. Yeah. You can I, put all kinds of stuff in mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to mash the taste. Yeah. Yep. And same thing with my, like we would go stay with my grandmother, my mom's mom, 
and uh, she'd cook shit like lima beans and all that. And there wasn't a chance in hell I was eating that. You yeah. took every chance you could to knock it on the floor. <laughs> yep. or, you know, there's a dog. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I was unhealthy for yep. many years, right? So um, I smoked. I smoked for, uh, from when I was 18. I swore to myself I would never smoke. You know, my dad smoked. My brother smoked. <clears throat> and I said, I'm never going to smoke. And one day I got bored and I lit a cigarette. <laughs> and the next thing I know, like 18 years later, I was still smoking, right? Yeah. Uh, but I quit smoking about five years ago. Um, I think that started the, the change in my body. And that was like probably one of the worst detoxes ever. Like I had sores in my mouth for weeks from dropping smoking yeah just your body's detoxing all that nicotine and tar and everything um it almost to the point where you're like all right just give me a cigarette so this will stop and um yeah you we're, we're, you did it cold turkey you completely yeah. just well stopped. i mean with the help of vaping okay. you know I'm, I'm an advocate for vaping because it does help people i'm yeah. one of those guys that say you hear all that shit in the media about people like oh vaping's horrible for you and yeah no the popcorn lung, right? Oh, yeah, popcorn lung. Most of the time, whenever something bad happens with vaping, it's because an idiot is operating it. You know, they try to make their own coils and the shit blows up in their face. That's what you hear. Damaged batteries, you know. I take care of my stuff and I know what I'm doing. And, right. Uh, I, do we really know the long-term effects? No. Uh, but I'm a chain vapor. I vape all day long. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I can still go run. I can run a half marathon like it's nothing. Right. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm like in my mind, I'm telling myself, well, it's not really affecting me. So that's not one of the things I give up. So this is the way I look at it. <clears throat> you look at your life and you say, I gave up sodas. I gave up energy drinks. I gave up smoking. I gave up sweets, sugar, bread, all this shit. Yep. I'm not giving up vaping. <laughs> You're not taking it from me. You're not taking everything from me, right? right. Let me have my dignity. You have to have it. some balance. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but, but that's my, that's kind of my, my, I'm not going to say it's my calmer, but it just keeps me relaxed. It's something, it's habitual. I'm not going to lie. Like if, if I don't have my vape, like right now, I'm like, shit, where's my vape? At? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's over there. I know where it's at. <laughs> or um, do you? <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> um, but so yeah, quitting smoking. Yeah. Cold turkey. We, were, uh, me, my wife, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were actually on the way to New Orleans one time, and uh, we stopped at Beaumont at a vape shop. And the next thing I know, I was vaping, and I never smoked again. What? And uh, wow. I actually came home and tried to sell my cigarettes because I had them by the cartons. And, oh my! Uh, oh, that w- that sounds that, like that James. sounds like you, James. <laughs> you buy stuff by the 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 pallets of it. You don't just go all in like your vape. Yeah. You, you order it by the, by yeah. the, by the bulk, I guess. Yeah. Because like what happens if you can't get your hands on it? Like, <laughs> right, like right now, like no shit. There's like a shortage of vape juice and vape supplies because the government's like, Hey, you can't have that. So they're taxing things. And so you just can't get your hands on it. Cause now people are going out like ammunition. You can't find it. Right. Wow. Right. And so I want to have it, but I'm in that situation right now where my stock ran down and uh, I can't resupply. So I'm having a, try some new shit and if i don't like it and i can't get my hands on it then maybe i will quit are you are you nervous about getting the blends from i guess not uh from from people that aren't really just experimenting that they really don't yeah. know what they're doing yeah i don't buy any house blends at no. any shop because anytime i've ever had a house blend or something i never really liked it because it always had a funny taste there's yeah. that there's that unknown variability that 
you know, you could make this bottle and you'll like it today. You'll make the same bottle tomorrow and it won't taste the same. Yeah. yeah. Right? You buy from a large manu- manufacturer, they're mass producing it. It all basically tastes the same. Yeah. The house blends from the shop, they're not doing it by science, right? They're no. just, they're test tube measurements kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, right before, um, yeah, it was like right before I, I, yeah, I just recently tested positive for Corona. I mean, two weeks ago. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clear now. Uh, but right before that happened, I had zero juice and I was going up to a hunt with my brother. Right. Yep. And, uh, I had to stop at one of the shops in Angleton and they didn't have my juice. And I'm like, man, what do you got? That's close. And he's like, well, I got this juice blend. And it was like 26 bucks for a small bottle. And I buy my bottles, double size of what he sold me for a third of the price. Mm. And I'm like, cool. All right. And I'm like, Go mix me some of that up. And he literally walked to the back and like 13 seconds later, he's like shaking it and like handing it to me. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to be good. No. And it was garbage. <laughs> Barista I style. Basically yeah. wasted 26 bucks. But hey, there's a positive to that. I can't taste shit right now. Yep. Nor can I smell anything. So guess what I'm vaping? The shit I don't want to, yeah. you know, the stuff that I'm not going to normally vape. That's what I'm vaping. The house blend. Yeah. I'm, I'm vaping all these junks, but yeah. Um, Back to keto and how all that began. And uh, <clears throat> so I'm kind of like most people are, they're real skeptical about the keto diet. Like, right. What is the keto diet? Like this new fad, everyone wants to talk about it. It's a paleo um, and, and such, but um, really keto has been around forever. Yep. You know, it's hundreds of years old and there's a reason that it's scientifically proven to be effective. Yeah. Um, and, and so I didn't believe into it at first. And I, you know, we had a lot of conversations with, uh, my sister-in-law and all that. And I was like, that shit's never going to work. How is consuming that much fat healthy for you? Um, and then I don't know why, but you, you guys know me, mm-hmm. like I don't do anything. I go overboard with everything. Right. Yes. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. So I made the decision. It was very easy to do keto in my house because my wife is diabetic so cutting out carbs and cutting out sugars, that's super simple. Yeah. Eat vegetables, eat meat, eat fat. No problem. I love to cook on the pit, right? Yeah. So I can do that. I can mass produce some keto shit, right? Mm-hmm. So let's start this journey. Um, well, then uh, we jumped off into it and um, started making real simple meals. Like I have to be a very simple eater because I didn't like vegetables. Um so I, I, I cold turkeyed everything, sodas, energy drinks, Damn. sugar, bread, all of it and stuff. Because I, for me, um, if you're going to commit to something and you want to see results, then you got to give it everything you got. Right. Because you can't, you can't half ass something. And then a week later be like, man, I'm not seeing any results. Well, you're not putting in forth the whole effort. So you're not going to get out what you're expecting. So you're only going to get out what you put in. Right. Right. So, um, first month, 30 pounds gone. Boom. Like in a month, one month. where did wow. you start at? What was your starting weight? Yeah. 256. Wow. And I'm sitting here comfortably at a light 147 right now. <laughs> 250. What is that? I'm not a, I'm not a math guy. Uh, I know y'all are the math people. That would be 109. Uh, that, that is, is not my lowest weight. That is not. I actually hit 138. Um, that's scary low for an adult male. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but that was, you know, before I started doing some of the, the working out with weights and such, because I was basically running everything off. 
and then I, yeah. I would consume food, but I burned so many calories. It was, it was basically nothing. Right. And I had nothing. And you lose a lot of muscle mass if you don't try to, you know, work out on top of that. And, uh, but the first month, man, that shit came off so quick. And, uh, when you start seeing results like that, you're like, okay, this might actually work. Right. Um, and then every week it was five to seven pounds. Every week. Um, every week. After 30 pounds? Yeah. I mean, it, it goes off real, real fast, right? And then it kind of slows down a little bit. Um, I think I lost 60 pounds in my first, like 60 pounds overall within my first like six months, seven months. That's that's purely diet though. You weren't running. I did anything. nothing. No yeah. exercise. Yeah, you didn't run for a long time. No, no. I, forget, I forget about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to lead into how all that got, <laughs> yeah. got into that, right? So that was no exercise, no nothing. I mean, I was just a fat, lazy gamer, right? <laughs> right. Used to like sit around and, and, and call of duty, play some call of duty yeah, and, and, and drink some uh, energy drinks all day, all night, yep. <laughs> you know, vape all day, all night, smoke all day, all night. Um, and then I get to a certain point where I'm like, I felt great. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to go. Uh, I had to do my annual blood work for, for my job. Right. So they yeah. called me and said, Hey, you need to come do your blood work. So cool. So I go do my blood work. And then like a couple days later, they called me and they're like, uh, Mr. Hicks. I'm like, yes. And they're like, you need to go see somebody. And I'm like, why? And they're like, your, um, your, uh, cholesterol is at stroke level, stroke level high. And wow. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so like now I'm thinking, okay, what has the keto diet done to me now? Right. Right. So I guess consuming all that fat. And all that butter and bacon really did do a number on me, right? So I go see a doctor, and I don't trust anything at where I got my first blood work done because there's the same people who told me I had a massive heart attack when I came in and uh, just didn't do the test right. Mm. Um, so I go see the doctor, and they run everything. And the cool thing is, is the doctor who initially did my blood work was a like a marathon runner. Nice. So she, that's helpful. she was, but this is still before I was running. Right. Right. But she was a very athletic, uh, doctor. Um, and she said, yep, you, you have extremely high cholesterol. Um, but it's not diet related. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, save that. Cool. Because, uh, I'm really, excuse me. I'm really liking, uh, the way things are, uh, progressing with the keto diet. I don't, I don't want to stop. And she said, does anybody in your family have high cholesterol? And I said, every single person in my mom's side of the family is, has high cholesterol. And they're all like on cholesterol medicine. Right. And she said, well, it's hereditary. Um, she said, if you don't start exercising, then you're going to be put on medications. Okay. I'm 40 years old. I have never been prescribed a medicine ever. Yeah. I have zero meds that I'm prescribed by a doctor I mean, other than like, you know, whenever you get hurt or something, but I can't even do that cause I'm allergic to pain meds. So, then, you know, yeah. that's helpful <laughs> yeah. and, and not, <laughs> yeah. Back surgery was a bitch without, yeah. without, without a pain meds. Um, so I said, well, what do you suggest? And, and she's like 30 minutes of walking every day. Yep. It will lower your cholesterol and you won't have to get on medicine. I said, cool. That night, I ran, I went home and started walking for 30 minutes. Me and my wife would go every single day, yep. did that for a month and I got bored. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the, what's the next level? You got to go start jogging. So then I would walk, jog, walk, jog, walk, jog. And then that got to the point where that got boring. 
Okay. At some point, this certain person decided that we were all running a marathon yeah. last year. Yeah, that would be you. <laughs> Is that not me? Yeah. Well, I say marathon, but I would never commit to a marathon. So I committed you to would. a yeah, I think you would do I it. basically committed to a half marathon talking out of my ass, right? Right. Like I'm like, there's no way because legit just ran my first mile and said I would never run more than one. Then I ran three miles and said I would never run more than three because I was dying. Then I ran five miles and said I would definitely not run more than five miles. <laughs> For damn sure not do five. <laughs> and then I ran 10 miles. And I can remember sitting on my porch. Like, this sounds like like, like, like in a movie and shit. But I was literally had tears in my eyes because I was proud of myself yep. for actually running 10 miles. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to run this half marathon. And then we had done some 5Ks in between and yeah. we ran the 4th of July race. And we were getting it. We were getting it. A lot of miles in there. Yeah, we were getting it. I really need to get back to that. (laughs) Yeah. Do you even know how to run? I don't think so. Uh, The one guy that uh, that got us into running. But Mike's ridiculous, though, because you could not run and then run seven miles at a 730 pace. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, for now. (laughs) Yeah, that would be those, like, seven-foot legs he's got. Yeah. Right? The beard helps. So I went back after several months of running and exercising. And the doctor came in after reading my results and she's like, this is almost too good to be true. Like you have totally reversed your high cholesterol. She's like, you're not like your levels are almost perfect. Hmm. Like the, I don't know. I don't remember. Is it the, the, like the triglycerides. Which, which triglyceride is the bad or the good. She's right. like the one that is almost impossible to, to, to bring down. You brought down. And your diet, you were still mainly eating meat? Yeah. Right. So I was eating, uh, I basically every day was chicken, green beans, bacon, butter, and cheese. As Mike. Jeez. Every day he'd be like, dude, yeah. that's cheating. <laughs> like, that's cheating. I'm like, no, that's getting ahead, bro. That's yeah. not cheating. Right? And that was my diet. Um, and she's like, keep doing what you're doing, you know, because it's working. Were you taking vitamins in or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, so I would take, um, like, I take MCT oil pills, and then I take uh, some uh, fish oil pills so yeah. I can get the omegas. Um, because at first, we didn't eat a whole lot of fish. I, I love fish and shrimp and all that kind of stuff. Like, seafood is up my alley, but my wife's not. It's kind of hard to cook for one, mm-hmm. you know, for seafood. Yep. She's coming around to eating more seafood now, so it's happening a lot often, more often. Um, and then we got to... The marathon we out we all went out there and destroyed it we all met our goals and exceeded our goals we did and let, let's talk about the time so we know like you yeah. you did it under two hours which yeah. is very, what was the time Do you yeah remember? so it was like one hour and 54 minutes which for is the half marathon is for good me. it was pretty kick-ass that's, it was like really 45 pace uh-huh. uh for someone who never ran and had only been running for less than a year yep uh, in my mind i i set a goal and i surpassed the goal i wanted uh, so I was pretty happy. And what was the original? You, you did an eight forty five, and I remember us yeah, talking. You're like, I'm not re- going over ten. Yeah, I think our original under. goal was like nine thirty or ten or yeah. something like that. And then you go out and you know you look at your watch at like mile ten. You're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill this. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you, you get down to that finish line and you just get this surge of of, of just energy and. You just yeah. take it to the house. The training schedule was intense because you, you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and yeah. you get your miles in before work. Yeah, I'm a which before work kind of guy. And and so there was many, 
many a mornings, you know, three o'clock, the alarm's going off. Do I want to get out of bed at three o'clock in the morning and go run? No. Does my wife want me to get out of bed at three o'clock in the morning? No, but shit has to get done. <laughs> Maybe if you have goals, <laughs> if you have goals, right? Yep. You yep. know you got to stick to it, and I would hold myself accountable every day. Three o'clock, get up, go run, shower, go to work, uh, because I'm not a I'm not a nighttime kind of uh, runner. I have like these really stupid guts, so if I eat food and then go run, yeah, that doesn't mix for me. You're done. So that's I, a lot of people though. Yeah, yeah, but I'm on a whole nother level. <laughs> it's on a whole nother level. So I choose to go in the morning. I never eat. I run fasted every day. Um, I the half marathons I've ran several since. You know, just in my normal training, um, I've never fueled myself during a run. I think that you know, there's this. You have to go carb load. You have to go do this. You need sugars. You need those yeah. goos and all that bullshit. Yeah. It's a little I'm different that, for keto. Yeah, because yeah. you're fat fueled. Yeah. So you run off of fat and when you run out of that fat, then your body will use your body fat as yeah. fuel. Exactly. And then you use ketones as fuel too, right? Yep. So that's how I you know, that's how I train. That's how I always have, and I'm not gonna change it. Um, no one can convince me otherwise that there's a healthier way to go run than fasted because you take your body to a whole nother level. Yeah. I believe yeah. that too. I I, I don't eat anything um, unless we're doing like a marathon or something. We have to fuel kind of in between hours. I believe in that, but like anything up to like marathon mm. is probably better fasted taking water. Yeah. My sweet, salt. my sweet spot's about 10 miles. If I'm doing anything over 10 miles, I need to eat something. Yeah, so I'll do like the protein pancakes or something small. I don't do a whole lot, but even uh, fueling between I'll do the goose and yeah. uh, you know, electrolytes whatever it is but something small but definitely don't want to load the body down but yeah, yeah doing sure. it doing it fasted it's a different level you you feel better like it springboards your day yeah you know yeah that's the that's the other thing you know when you when you get in this state you have this ultimate sense of energy throughout yeah. the day uh focus and and just mentally you're sharp Right. Um, and like a lot of times I get to bed at night, I'm not ready for bed. I have to make myself go to sleep because my body won't shut down. I mean, it's like, I'm like the energizer bunny <laughs> get up at three o'clock in the morning at nine o'clock. It's like, I'm still wide awake. Yeah. You know, I'm usually still doing schoolwork, so I'm still wide awake. Um, but yeah, so we, we had an ultimate, we had a, we had a epic year coming up for 2020. Like yeah. we were going to do some bad ass shit running wise. Yep. Like we were going to run, Every possible big marathon around, we were talking about traveling and going running all these other marathons. We were going to run every 5K. I mean, the year started out great. I ran my first race. Uh, all you guys were gone, so I had to run by myself. And yeah. <laughs> I won my age group because you guys weren't there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but they have, you know, this point series um, that was going to be for the city of Angleton was going to have the point series. Yep. And uh, to start the year off leading that, in my mind was like, okay, cool. Because before we get to the end of the year, I'm going to be 40 and I'm going to be my own category. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're, now remember, we're cooking. I remember right? this. <clears throat> so I was going to take y'all to the house. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't going to be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Corona hit. Yep. Right. So let's back this back up. So I did all the first part of keto. Um, basically cooking on my pellet grill and making like 
green beans and, and my wife would make stuff with different sides and such, but still not a vegetable person. Right. Then we get like in lockdown mode where, Hey, you're going to work from home. I'm like, work from home. Okay, cool. I'll work from home. And then it started making, I, I would not, I'm not saying I got bored, but then you have all this free time to do things. So I'm not driving to work. I'm not driving home from work. So I got that time back. And then, you know, you have, when you take your lunch, you can do things, cook. And then I started cooking and I don't ever cook in the kitchen. Um, but now that's my kitchen. (laughs) 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 There's no one that will tell you otherwise. My wife will tell you that's my kitchen now. Um, all of her, uh, pioneer woman shit is my parents, you know, it's all my pioneer (laughs) woman shit now. Right. Um, uh, we started making different meals, um, start pairing things up. And then it got to be the point where, you know, I would post my meal and then someone would be like, man, that's awesome. How do you make that? And then I would spend more time typing to people at night about how to make it and all that. And then everyone kept saying, you need to have a cookbook. You need to have a cookbook. I'm not writing a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I, th- this went along for a while. Cause I, I worked from home for like nine months, right? Yep. Every meal got progressively better and better. Um, and you start reaching outside the box and you start making different things and exotic desserts and all that all keto, right? Like half the stuff that you look at on my food you'd be like, that's not keto, right? 100% fits the keto diet. Right. Um, and then I was poking around one day. I'm like, what am I going to do here? And I decided I was going to make a website. So I started playing around on the internet and I have no clue how to make a website. So you look for the easiest shit to do where you can click some buttons and things appear. And, um, that's how we, have, that's how we got to the point of having, uh, just a keto guru or yeah, www.justaketoguru.com. Yep. And, uh, not self-proclaimed. Um, one of my friend followers on Instagram was like throwing out some ideas for a website name and that's where we landed at. And, uh, so I get to use that platform to put all my recipes, um, pictures and recipes and people can follow. And then when people follow, um, my webpage, whenever I put a new recipe up, it automatically emails them the recipe. So they, they automatically have it. They don't have to go to the website every day. Um, and then I can share things, um, on the website, things that like I support, like I don't sell any product for anybody, but if I use something that works for me and that I, that I believe in, then I'm going to, I'm going to help prop them up too. Right. So, um, I'm not part of any of those, um, programs where you got to sell product to make money and all that good stuff. Like none of them pay me to do anything. I might get some free product every now and then or whatever, but I don't get paid by anybody to, uh, um, promote anything to promote yeah. anything. I have a job. I don't need another job. Right. I, yeah. only, I only need one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do this for income. I don't do it for fame. I don't do it for anything. I do it because, um, it's something I enjoy doing now. Um, it is now not just a hobby, but it's a passion. Um, I believe in the keto diet and I believe in, um, it, it gives results. And, um, if there's so many naysayers out there that, that don't believe it, they think it's all fraud and that it, that it, the fad's going to wear off, but for 200, 300 years, it's still around. Yep. Yeah. Um, is it for everyone? No. Um, because some people can't manage to to fit that amount of fat or whatever in a day that they need and so it doesn't work for them and then then you have another 50 percent of people who say well it didn't work for me right 
if it doesn't work for you, it's because you're not doing it right. Um, because it's a very specific type of diet where you have to have a certain macro. And if you don't have that macro, your body's not doing what it needs to do in, in, in ketosis. So it doesn't operate the way you think it is. So they, they cut out the carbs, they cut out the sugars, but then they eat like 3000 calories still a day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, logic says if you burn 2000, you must eat less than 2000. If you want to lose weight, calorie deficits real. That's yeah. That's the, any diet. That's what makes any diet successful. Right. Calorie deficit. You have to eat less than you, you are, you're burning, right? Period. There's no, there's no, what you, there's people out there that will tell you that you have to consume more anyway, if you really want to eat, you know what, there might be some science to it, but there's, it's, I mean, it's basic math. You burn 2000, you can't eat more if you want to lose weight. And then the biggest problem is like, if you do work out, let's say you go run, we trust our watches, right? Oh, it told me I burned 700 calories. You probably didn't burn that many calories. No, not accurate. It's probably nowhere close. No. But you you might have burnt four or five hundred calories. So then they go, okay, well I'm supposed to eat two thousand calories today, minus my four hundred or plus my four hundred, so I can have twenty four hundred calories today. Well, you just consume back calories that you you took away, mm-hmm. and then it's, then a week later they're like, this shit's not working. Um, yeah, you still had like a triple burger, and yeah, you <laughs> didn't have buns. But you had a triple burger, three pieces of cheese, 17 pieces of bacon, and then you smothered it in mayonnaise and sugar-free ketchup. God, where, where can I get that at? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, come on over. <laughs> That's funny. He talks about uh, in the individual items, too, like 17 pieces of bacon. Uh, you know, he's logging these as macros and sees food that way. numbers. Yeah. 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 Food it's is numbers. Because, I mean, yeah, you, you are, I would think, is like the extreme version of right. keto, which is not a bad thing. Right. But... Uh, you, you have a certain way you do it. And I, I want to kind of ask, um, what do you think are the common misconceptions or what are some versions of keto that you don't agree with and, and why? Well, I think um, the misconception is that the fat is going to make you, uh, the, consuming that amount of fat is going to make you sick or it's going to mess your, cal- I mean, your uh, cholesterol. or It's very unhealthy. People think that consuming th- those foods are very unhealthy. Um, but it's a it's a it's a mental shift. Like people don't understand that you're like a normal person that's not on a keto type diet is consuming carbohydrates and, and sugars that is fuel in their body. Whenever you eliminate those things, your body doesn't have anything to use as fuel. So when you eat all those high fat meals, that is now your new fuel, right? So you're not storing all this fat that people think you are, right? You're using it as a fuel to get you throughout the day. And then your body, your body gets into the state of ketosis, which is a natural state. You go into ketosis, you go into ketosis. Anybody that goes to bed at night and wakes up in the morning is likely in a state of ketosis when they wake up. Because once you burn off those carbohydrates in your system, your, you know, your body starts producing ketones naturally to use as fuel until you feed it again. Right. And so the, the misconception is, is that it's so unhealthy and, and such, but, but really it's the best fuel for your body. I think, I think people can make it unhealthy though. Cause sure. it's almost like the vegan diet where Mike put me on a vegan diet for yeah. a couple of weeks and we were eating fries and, and bread. Those and acai like. bowls were going hard. Yeah. Those acai <laughs> yeah. bowls are <laughs> amazing, but yeah. that's the, uh, people can make, I think, well, it's keto, like they, they yeah. eat keto ice cream. Well, it's key. It says keto. I can, yeah. 
everything uh, can be overboard, right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of a misconception that that I think if people follow you, they'll see that oh, there's here's a cleaner way to, to eat. Sure. The the real the whole concept behind keto really to me is to eliminate the processed foods because we all know that processed foods are bad for you, and then eat clean, all natural, fresh produce, or try to get as organic as you can. It's shit's expensive, mm-hmm. right? It's expensive to live this way. Um, but you try to buy organic as much as you can, um, and cut out all the garbage and it, it, it'll work for you. I mean, there's, I mean, I have, um, I follow like 6,000 people on the in Instagram. Like, why do you follow so many people on Instagram? There's so many people who are successful, um, at utilizing keto to get to where they want to be. Um, and they're, and it's awesome to follow these people and watch their journey and watch these people change too. But at the same token, some of those people are the people who aren't seeing results that they want. And you watch them and you're like, well, no shit. You're eating like 13 cheeseburgers. Yeah, they don't have any carbs, but you can't eat 13 cheeseburgers. Or um, I'm not a believer in cycling through keto and uh, carb cycling, right? Yeah. I'm not a believer in that. Like my mind is I made a decision to go um, live the keto lifestyle. That's the lifestyle we live. I, I have... Like I said, I'm coming up on my three year anniversary and I can tell you that I've never cheated on my diet. Yeah. Never. That's not, you won't catch me eating a piece of bread. You won't catch me, you know, consuming something that has sugar in it. Um, and unless it's naturally in a, in something. Yeah. Um, because I mean, a couple of things, one, it's like a gateway, like that one time leads to the next. Like I know yeah. a person o- opening the door. I know someone that likes to enjoy pizza every Friday night, every Friday, every Friday, it's Friday night. And I mean, yeah. I couldn't do it because on Saturday I'd want leftovers from Friday night. And then and Sunday, order another one. <laughs> and then Sunday I want to eat pizza again or yep. whatever. My do- my thing was, was macaroni and cheese. Yep. Uh, that, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's how I got fat on the box of macaroni, 88 cents a piece. You know, I used to have an entire box of macaroni every day during the summer. I did not know that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the simplest thing for me to cook at home. You know, my mom and dad were at work. Yeah. We were out of school. I had plenty of a box macaroni. I would light that up every day, eat it right out of the, po- the pan with the big spoon. <laughs> oh yeah. Just and then the when box. I got married, my wife is no punk in the kitchen, right? So when she makes homemade macaroni in a gigantic pot. Then you got leftovers for two days and you're eating it. Yeah. It's just, that is a meal. It's like a gigantic pot of macaroni and cheese. And um, now it's a, it's a total mental shift. I I don't think of food anymore. uh, Like I, I want it. Mm -hmm. I think of food now that I need it. I need a certain type of food to fuel my body. Um, And then we're having fun with it along the way. So you're making it look pretty. And you're taking pretty pictures with your food. And, you know, I'm not trying to sell the diet on anybody. If you want to follow me and you want to make my food, well, here's the instructions and here's what it should look like. And and that's the the picture I want to share. Um, I just want to be able to change one person's life or, you know, inspire one person to make a change for themselves to, to, to better them. Because I think that we, we all have that opportunity to uh, be better humans. Yeah. We're shitty to each other. And I made a decision that I wanted to help people and I'm not going to reach out to anybody and say, I can help you. Um, but I've never turned anybody down. That's ever sent me a message. 
someone sends me a message, asks me a question, I guarantee you it'll get answered. It's even it, uh, you influence people that you don't think you do. Mm -hmm. Um, the people that don't reach out to you, there's a tons of people that are just following you. You're running your, your diet and they're, they're doing it quietly. Um, I've noticed there's times where there's been periods where I don't post runs Mm -hmm. And then I'll get messages. Hey, are you still running? Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh crap, this person's watching. Like, so I can only imagine it's on a greater scale um, with people uh, who follow you on social media about diet, running, lifting. There's people that James is doing it. I know for me, I'm the same way. My, I I work out in the mornings at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning on mornings that my alarm clock goes off. I'm like, I don't want to fucking go and run. I'm like, well, it's Monday. Uh, it's Tuesday. James is running. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, it's a thing. James. So if, if James is going to do it, I need to do it too. So yeah. it's a it's an infectious thing that uh, it inspires a lot of people that you don't even know. So right, you do kn- you know how many people messaged me over the last two weeks? Like, what are you doing running while you have coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. I'm still like, running the eights too. You're gonna die. I'm like, yeah, I felt like I was gonna die, but guess what? David Goggins would still be out there. <laughs> yeah. He'd still be going hard, right? Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um. It's crazy. You think of those things that make you go out there and get it. Yep. But to me, running is more addictive than anything. Once you start, you can't stop. Yeah. Like there's the pheromones, the, the, the overwhelming feeling in your body. You get that supercharged feel that you have. If I don't run, all I think about is going and running. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Like everywhere I've traveled for work, I take my running gear with me because I'm going to run, period. Yep. And it's a topic of discussion everywhere I go because, you know, a lot of your friends or your work coworkers and such, they follow you and they want to talk running. And like, I can't believe you went and ran and, you know, it was minus 25, it feels <laughs> like or whatever. I mean, I went and ran in Canada and, you know, I've ran everywhere I've been. So, um, yeah, it's good. It, it's good. It keeps you busy. It keeps your mind sharp. Um but you don't want to ignore somebody too. And it goes back to the whole social media thing. Like if someone reaches out to you, there's a reason they're reaching out to you. I mean, sometimes they reach out to me like, man, dude, stop, stop posting. You post too much shit. Well, <laughs> well guess what? I'm going to post two to three times a day, every day. If you don't like it, there's an unfollow button, <laughs> unlike button or whatever. And I'm not, you know, if you're following me, you're going to expect to see either running uh, weightlifting picture um, or food. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I post. I don't post hate. Um, I don't post about elections. I don't post, I don't put my personal choice feelings out there because people can't be adults and have those conversations. So what can we all agree on that? We all need to be healthy. Well, not everybody's going to agree with that, but well, they may say, yeah, I agree with that. Everyone needs to be healthy, but they're not going to go do it. And then everyone likes to eat. Right. right. So that's what I like to post. And I think at first, like, Sorry, this Corona's got my nose running at random, oh. random times. It just turns on like a faucet. Spray them down. <laughs> uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Well, I was going to say, um, James is probably the most like driven, like uh, the most self-control. Like once he sets his mind to something, he doesn't stop. And if you start with him, he's going to hold you accountable. Like those posts in the morning since at yeah. like 4.30 in the morning of him already being done and I'm just rolling out of bed. But um how so i wanted you were, we were talking about the weight um mm-hmm. 109 pounds and uh how tall are you i'm 510 you're you're 510 mm-hmm. 
And then um, how often are you running? Like, because there's a stint where you went on, um, what was it, 10 a 10 10K? K for like two months or something? Was it a month? No, I did it for 30 straight days. 30 straight days. Yeah. So you're just super consistent. And then with your diet, you had never broke your diet. It's just like once you get on something, you, do, you don't open doors. You don't you don't allow yourself to cheat. No. So, and I'm giving you compliments about that all the time. That's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's uh, motivating and influential. And, you know, you might be someone's David Goggins, you know. <laughs> There's no way I could be David Goggins. That dude's you're James. Ball, those dude, that dude's balls <laughs> drag the ground when he walks. That's why we like watching him. No, yeah, um, yeah. I have to hold myself accountable. I have goals. Like I'm. Everyone's like, "What? What are your goals?" I don't know, but I got some, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to mess them up. Like I've I've had this thought in my head since we started all running together and everything and weight loss is like, damn it, I want to have one ab. One, <laughs> I know they're down there, but I just want one poking through. Yeah. That's all I've ever wanted was to have one. Why? I don't know. I don't care. My wife could care less if I have an ab or not. Right. Um, but I think you have to have something to keep driving you to something. Right. Um, and now it's just like, I can't stop anyway. I'm not going to stop running. Um, it's in my blood now. It's something that I do. It's something that my body expects every day. Um, but yeah, I run, four to five times a week and then I work out two times a week. Um, but I only train six days a week, you know, whatever that's combination. It. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just that's all. And we're starting to see the definition. Yeah. Uh, he's getting some little mu muscular definition. And yeah. I think he might get that ab here soon. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. I don't know if it'll make it through all the loose skin I have down there, but you know, when you, when you lose a hundred and you know, something pounds, you've got some excess skin you got to deal with. And yeah. like people are like, Oh, you can go have that cut and removed. Like, no, it's battle scars. That's the impressive thing. So a lot of people lose weight and they'll have that excess skin, but I've seen his transformation over, it, it takes longer yeah. than uh, I think people think, but it's going away. And yeah, I, I didn't think that was possible, but I think if you, if you keep it up, it's a long road. You're getting close to that. Yeah. It's trying to shrink. Uh, yeah. It's the weights, the way I think yeah. I've seen a bigger jump since you started lifting the weights. Agreed. Agreed. I feel differently since I started doing the weights and now I've incorporated weights, um, into it. It changes everything. Like I used to wake up on CrossFit day. I used to call it cross shit, right? <laughs> I remember I wasn't, we all call it that. <laughs> I wasn't going to do CrossFit day until I bought a bicycle and, uh, then I would do biking on that those days. But to me, that was just an extra rest day. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't working. And so we started incorporating in, or we, I say we, <laughs> I started in you your conscious, <laughs> me and my conscious started incorporating it in some weight work. I have no clue what I'm doing whenever I'm doing weight workout. Like I have no, um, no agenda when I go in there. Like I know I'm going to do chest and I'm going to do abs and core and all that, but I have no idea what exercises I'm going to do. I have a machine. I have weight bands and all that. Yeah. Um, I have another friend that sent me a, a, a book. Um, she's a personal trainer, Heather yeah. Lundenberg, right? Um, she sent me a, a, like a notepad and she's like, start logging your, uh, exercises and then you can keep track of what you're doing and then you can go back and refer to them and kind of yep. use that as your guide. And it's the same thing as running. Yeah. If you don't track, you know, we, we're so <laughs> meticulous. We're checking our watches, we're checking run coach, and then we're posting all the data. It's the same thing with weights yeah. too. If you don't have something to refer back to, it's kind of it kind of loses its, its peak and valleys. You, you just lose track of all that data. So yeah, because then you like, whenever I wake up the next day, I may not feel any soreness or anything. I'm like, man, did I really do anything? 
But then the next time you work out and the next day you're like, Oh man, I can't, I, I'm like totally sore. And you <laughs> want to refer back to what worked? Like, cause to me in my mind, when I go work out and do weights, I want to feel sore. So I want to yes. feel like I did something. I think a lot of people want that. Yeah. And when I work out with weights, which is like never like, that, but when I like do that cup, like the cup, when I was lifting <laughs> it up and I was like really getting into it. Um, sometimes when I would do some leg workouts and I would do a run cause I was doing Pilates for a little while. Yeah. I would uh, run and I felt way stronger. Like I felt like I could like pick up the speed a little bit. And uh, I like that feeling. I don't know if it's psychological or what, but um, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I only like that feeling when there's not a long run the next day. Cause that's brutal. Leg day. I need to change it up. Yeah. Leg day is on Saturday. Long runs on Sunday. That's, that's, what, that's a horrible combination. That's what I got. But I, it's kind of like a mental mind game mm-hmm. for me. Like I want to hurt my legs and then I want to run. Like if, if I'm doing that, then I know if I'm preparing for a race and I don't have leg day the day before, I should be amped up and ready to go right. for this long run. So yeah. I feel like running make or lifting weights makes you a better runner though. It, yeah. it protects your muscles. It supposedly helps your joints out more if you're lifting right. Like right. I, I think it improves the overall mobility, especially With, leg day for sure. Yep. Yeah. You, Cause, um, in December when I hurt my, um, Achilles, when I was going to see that physical therapist and he's like, I need you to stand on that one foot and balance and all that. And he looked at me and he's like, you're weak. <laughs> Lord. I'm like, tell me how you really feel, bro. <laughs> Just give up. <laughs> he's like, you're, you're really weak. Your legs are, are, are weak. And you know, of course I'm like, I pulled my shorts up cause it's December <laughs> in Texas. I pulled my shorts up and I popped that leg muscle out and I said, does that look weak to you? He was like, bro, you're trying to balance on one leg and you're standing there like a, a worm. And he's like, you need to start really working out your legs and strengthen your legs because that's where it all happens. Like you got to build, and you've been, my, John, you've been telling me that for, yeah. you know, the whole time. And, uh, but it took someone else acknowledging my weakness. Took a doctor. I was already doing leg day. Yeah. But that made me want to do it even more like, you know, more aggressively, like really get into the leg day and, Instead of doing a 30-minute leg workout, now maybe I'll do an hour leg workout. And they say that like doing squats, they mm-hmm. it helps with uh, your testosterone in your body, and it helps with your back and your core, and then doing push-ups, and it helps your back and your mm-hmm. chest and just all these little things. People think that it, you were saying you get kind of, uh, you, you don't know what you're doing, but the fact that you're going out there and just doing something. Right. That speaks to that speaks volumes because most people say, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm, I'm just, I'll look at it later and then I'll, I'll come back at it. But yeah. you're just knocking out stuff and that's, that's what all that matters. You're moving your body. That's the key thing. Right. I do have a routine. I mean, I know in my mind what I'm going to kind of go out there to achieve that day. Like you said, I'm always going to do push ups. I'm always going to do abs and core planking and all that such it's the other stuff that goes along with it like am i doing lat pull downs am i doing chest pulls tries pies you know what all that yeah it's just whatever i'm feeling that day to be honest and uh even on leg day i'm still doing abs and core and push-ups and, and all that because I'm, i I want that one ab i'm not sure <laughs> if two days a week doing uh, weight work is going to make that ab come but but it's going to come but it, it's super interesting too um and it's like feels like i'm all over the place but it just this it, is good it brought up a a, a thing um, when you take out all those processed foods in your diet, your body rewards you because you, you lose all that inflammation. Um, you, you 
don't like hold on and, and retain a lot of water and such. Um, and your just body just becomes efficient. And, th- and that's why it works. Like it doesn't have to be keto. Like if you want to go do something, you want to make a difference to yourself, go cut out processed foods. Yep. Period. Don't go to McDonald's and order a cheeseburger because that cheeseburger can be sat on a countertop and for a year it will never mold. Yeah. And a year later, it's going to look the same. That's uh, something strange about that, right? <laughs> some, some, something off about that. Something definitely not right. And like we feed that to our children. Yeah. What yeah. are we teaching them? Like I can't, I can't talk shit about what people give their kids. My daughter, basically, if she wants something, she's going to get it. Right. I'm not going to stop her. I'm going to try to give her options for a healthier choice. And, and, and she does like the keto food and stuff, but she, she's like, why do I want to eat that one? I can have, <laughs> I can have that. Or, Hey dad, take me to water burger. You yeah. know how hard that is. Damn water. God, burger. God. The, the smell of the fries. The fries. Yeah. Period. Is that the thing that is, it's the smell of the French fry. Okay. Yeah. Are they, are they the best French fry? Um, yeah. I mean, they're pretty, Man, good. I thought pretty it was, good. I thought it was the burger. I thought that was the. Oh, no. Burger's off the chain. That's a, the that's burger's a, a thing. That's a giveaway. But that French fry smell never leaves your vehicle. Yeah. Like, I can smell that for weeks. McDonald's has good fries, too. Uh, so we'll do, uh, Kelly and I, we'll do on our <laughs> cheat day, we'll go to Hooters and get Hooter wings. And we'll do the, the traditional, you know, non-breaded kind, of course. And then, <laughs> and then we'll go, we'll go to McDonald's of and we'll course. get the fries. Oh, there's your bread. Right? <laughs> yeah. The, the Hooters fries are terrible. They're garbage. They're, they're more terrible. I, I know there's some diehard Chick-fil-A fry people, yeah. which I think is gross, but some people uh, like it, yeah, but I think gross. it's comparable to the Hooters fries. The Hooters fries are just, they're awful. They're a mess. Um, yeah. And it's crazy. But y'all, y'all both said something to, um, that we need to address about like the keto diet and such y'all were talking last on your last podcast about how um yeah i don't remember how you even worded it but you're talking about how people are taking it basically abusing the diet like to to give them a, a means of like all these sweets and treats and yeah. such i'm gonna go back to what i said at the very beginning you give up so much you have to reward yourself in some kind of way exactly as long as it fits within those the template the template of keto yep. you're not hurting anything like if you want to like i make desserts i make a i'd make a milkshake almost every night <laughs> you know it's going to be almond milk it's going to be some uh, cacao powder or some pb fit waterburger fries definitely <laughs> i'm <laughs> thinking i'm thinking waterburger fries yeah. as i'm as i'm drinking it but it's going to have you know heavy cream and such in it yeah um but in my mind and shit if i it's not like when I get to the end of the night, I'm like, oh, I got to have my dessert. Like, I don't really need it. Yeah. But most of the time, because I'm so anal about tracking my food, I'll look and see, oh, shit, I'm really low on calories. And I'll go have to go make a shake. What? Are, how many calories are you consuming these days? Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. <sighs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I've gone um, back and forth. Like I, when I first started, I was consuming about anywhere between 1500 and 1800 calories a day. So I use a uh, card manager app, the pro version. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I go extra on everything, right? Yeah. Uh, and it, you can put your, your body weight in and your height and everything, and it will give you your macro, and it will tell you your suggested calories for that day based on what you want to achieve. Well, I always put myself in a 35% calorie deficit, so it always wanted me to eat like 1,700, 1,800 calories. And uh, 
So I was doing that, but then it got to the point where I was only consuming about 1400 calories a day. And that's where I got down into the one thirties. And it was like crazy. Like how, when I left for Corona, I was 167. Like I had gone back up a little bit, not because I was eating with outside my diet, but I was, I was doing a healthy maintain. Well, I was taking the calorie deficit to a whole nother level. Um, not purposely. And I go back and look at my meals. I'm like, man, I just wasn't eating. Yeah. And so then I started eating breakfast again to add the couple hundred calories, uh, extra a day. Um, and then I was getting back up to 2000 calories. Right. And then, um, now I'm back down to, I'm, I'm trying to consume about 1800 calories a day and my body is happy about 1800. I don't feel the, I don't feel the hunger pains or anything. Like I'm very satisfied when I eat 1800 calories in a day, I intermittent fast. So once I have my last meal, I don't eat again until lunch, but I will try to confuse my body from time to time. And I'll go a week where I eat breakfast. Um, and that's just to tell my body that I'm in control. <laughs> it's not in control. Listen right? here, bud. Cause it, I mean, your body gets so used to that. Yep. You know, I want to throw it a curveball to keep it guessing what I'm going to do. It's kind of like running. You can't go run five miles every day at an eight fifteen pace. Right. You got to change it up. You got to have a speed day. You got to have a threshold day. You got to have a long run. You got to change it up Yeah. or you just have this muscle memory and then you're just doing the same shit every day. Yep. Um, and so you got to keep your, your body in balance and you got to keep your body guessing at what you're going to do next. Uh, yeah. But you got to keep consuming the healthy foods and, and, and all back to it. You still need to be in a deficit period. You can't go eat 2,500 calories of keto food and expect to lose weight. You can't put forth 50% effort and expect a hundred percent results. Right. You're only going to get out what you put in any diet out there will work. Okay. As long as you put forth the effort and then is it maintainable? I mean, I'm here three years later. I'm still doing it. Yep. It's, they told me I couldn't do it longer than a year. It was never going to happen. I can't see myself not eating keto, right? I see people being successful who eat carbohydrates, but they're not eating junk carbohydrates. Right. Or they might be. They might be consuming candy bars and, and yeah. such, but they're being responsible about it. They're not being like me, and I would go get a king-size Snicker bar and then eat that with ice cream. Okay. They're getting <laughs> oh <my laughs> oh, damn. Oh, I, sounds kind of good. My, my wife's got pictures of me sitting on the couch with a whole half gallon of Rocky road ice cream or cookies and cream ice cream, just uh-huh. killing it. Right. And right. I, I could kill a whole half gallon back in the day. I'm no punk. It's just, uh, yeah. I'll just say is, is balance. Um, uh, that's uh, something a lot of people don't have is yeah. being able to, to balance. Like, like with me, if I open the door too much, with pizza night, then mm-hmm. it, it leads into um, to maybe just Chick Fil A day the day after, or 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 you know just it keeps going. It's not just a night, but to me, my balance is something other than just meat and vegetables. Like sure. I I need the pizza to be human. Like you other, need, you need some keto creme brulee. That sounds you need that in your life. That sounds delicious. Is that the one? That's good. That's a pretty, it's pretty bomb. What was the, uh, the one you made for me and Kelly when we were at your house? It was the chocolate molten, the molten chocolate. Yeah. Volcano oh. cake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Golly. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. A, what a name. It's <laughs> so good. Pretty bomb dude. I molten. Mean, but creme brulee is up there too. Yeah, I don't um, think I tried that one. Yeah. It's uh, no, but I, I, it's one of my new ones that I made and, uh, my father-in-law comes to eat dinner every night. And you can bet when he walks out of the house, it's like, hey, you got any creme brulee? <laughs> and so I had to buy like double set of ramekins because I had to have, be able to make 12 at a time because I can't keep up with 
because yeah. I'd have to make I'd have to make creme brulee like every other day if not. Uh, what but it's I? one of my favorite ones. But uh, yeah, you gotta have that balance between good food and you know healthy food, and then uh, a dessert that you could fit your lifestyle so you can reward yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every day. It can be once a week, or it can be every day as long as it fits within your whatever you're trying to accomplish. Right. Like I have no more goals. Like I'm not driving to anything. I'm I, well, running wise. I have goals, but like, you know, food wise or nothing. I just want to keep making good food. Just, and that's the problem. If I see John cooking something, I'm like, shit, that looks good. I go to try to try to recreate it in a way that I make it keto or keto fine, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> these words, man. <laughs> keto fine. Well, me and my wife, we just went to, uh, we went to, um, the golden nugget, uh, in January or in December before Christmas. And, uh, of course they got devastated by all the hurricane. So nothing was open. And so we had to eat inside the ho- in the hotel. Um, and really the only thing that was open is their steakhouse and then the f- seafood place or whatever. And I would like, you have to go through them. You have to scan the menu and decide what you can eat and what you can't. And don't be afraid to ask a waiter. Can I have vegetables instead of the French fries? Or can I have double vegetables instead of this? And most of the restaurants are like, sure, no problem. Um, I have a very hard time eating out though. Um, I can tell you that in three years, purposely, we have gone out to eat one time where we made the decision, hey, we're going to go to a restaurant and eat one time. Four or five other times for someone's birthday or something. But over three years, that's how think about the savings alone. Yeah. Not no, that's, going. That's impressive. Insane. We used to we used to waiter every week. Every week we would order Smith Hearts, Cajun Club salads every week. That's fifty bucks. Yep. Two people. Fifty yeah. bucks. I can make the same shit for about seven and feed us both for like three days. Right? Um, but it's it's much more than just saving money. It's about how food is prepared and what ingredients they use. Cause you can be keto, but if you're not eating the right non-processed foods and such, then you're not really keto. You right. can think you're doing keto, but you're not doing keto. Go to Walmart, go to Target, go to Kroger's, walk down any aisle, and you see keto all over the place. I, I, got, a, I got a grand that says you can't find one thing that's truly keto in those stores, right? Right. They're all junk. Do they fit keto? Sure, it says it's two net carbs, but it has 99 carbs and like 89 fibers and and such. And then, I mean, I think that's where people get confused. The people that don't do the research, yeah, they and then that's where the oh, it says keto on the box, right? So I'm good. I can I can consume this, yeah. But they don't do the proper research. Yeah, I'm a I'm a whore when I go to the store looking (laughs) at the the ingredients. Like I pick up everything, even if I picked it up. Like when I'm I'm going to leave here and go to Costco, right? I got to go make a keto haul. <laughs> and, uh, keto haul. <laughs> we need to <laughs> start yeah, writing these down. Yeah, I need to start uh, writing them down. And so when I go, I will pass aisles where I see things that catch my eye and I'm going to pick it up and look at the ingredients. And then I'm going to convince myself that I don't need that shit. Right. Right. It's close enough to keto where it would work, but I don't choose to give up my carbs in those kind of ways. Like, you're only allowed a certain amount of carbs a day. If you truly do the diet the way it's intended to do, I'm not going to give it up for a couple of uh, nut clusters that have 17 <laughs> grams of carbs and they're 10 net. Like people will go out and eat that every day. Um, but every now and then there's time where 
I need a protein bar, right? And because I'm, I'm out and about or I need something, yeah, it's probably got 12 carbs and it's probably six or eight net or whatever. And I would never eat that in my life, like during a normal meal intentionally. Um, but it, uh, I'll, I'll use that as a tool to get me through to my next, to my next meal or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, I, you got to audit the ingredients you eat. You got to look at everything and don't just assume because it says keto that it's really keto because there's, that is a marketing nightmare for the consumer. Mm-hmm. because people don't know the definitions are all different. Yeah. It's bullshit. Like the FDA should be banning that. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously like it needs, you know, companies are just, they're putting keto out there and they're expecting the shit to sell and it's selling. Cause you know, there's empty spots all over the, the thing that people are just eating it up. It's so big um, right now. I follow, uh, there's this, uh, Facebook page, Mexi keto, I think, or Mexican keto, Yep. And the shit they're cooking on there is not keto. No, it, no. It's it's close. Sure. It probably fits into some type of parameter, some loose end of keto, but it's not true keto. Yeah. Dirty keto. Dirty keto. There's yeah. a spectrum and it's just I just sure. I don't I, I've gotten to the point with, with vegan, it's the same thing. You'll start looking at these new boxes that are like, you right. know, vegan food. And next thing you know, I'm eating a burger with a, a fake uh patty, um, fake bacon, fake <laughs> cheese, fake bread. And Courtney's like, do you want any lettuce, tomatoes? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> and then I'm, because I, I was always a meat and cheese type person. And yeah. I just, I got into vegetables pretty late, but I'm eating this thing and it's like, nothing's real about it. Right. And um, I eat cleaner nowadays, but then I go back to that all the time and I'm, I have it in my hand. I'm like, crap. Not, not again. I have to eat it. Let's get back to. I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Was, yeah. The tomorrow set the, thing. Set the mixed drink down. Yeah. Yeah put the burger down that's another thing i haven't haven't had alcohol in three years either i think one time maybe um we were on our cruise either last year or the year before and it's not like that i feel it's bad i I find it hard to fit in my diet the the right thing to drink or whatever like people are like oh well truly only has two net carbs in it right whatever it is. And they will go drink a 12 pack of truly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You've kind of erased that whole logic. I just choose not to do it. Like if you go to my house right now, my refrigerator has got a shitload of alcohol in it. Yeah. I've got a liquor cabinet up in my pantry. It's full of liquor, but it's been like that for three years. I need to come over, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough to, to, to treat you, Mike, but <laughs> you might make something out of it. There's a, uh, it's good. He, he, you do all of this different thing. And when you do a bunch of good things, you don't want to do the bad things. Right. And when they outweigh the bad things, you don't want to do them anymore. So that probably helps you a lot. And I, I don't think he really drank that much no. anyways. And, and John doesn't drink either. No. Y'all are just. But you know, I used to when before, cause you got me on yeah. keto. Yeah. Um, and I did keto probably strict keto for a good year. And that's how I lost weight. I was about 215, 220 and I'm sitting at 171 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I use, I'm probably in ketosis off and on mm-hmm. because I do eat fries. I do eat pizza, but that's my balance. That's You're in keto, uh, ketosis every day. Yeah. Guarantee when you wake up. Yeah. Period. yeah. Most people. All you people out there that don't believe you're in ketosis every day. <laughs> yeah. I hate to tell you when you're sleeping probably. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because it's usually when you're fasting and yeah. when are we fasting? When we go to bed, when we're yeah. fasting asleep, yeah. we're fasted asleep. <laughs> right? So yeah, but you got me into it and, um, I just feel the reason it stuck. Cause I, I've always done like little diets here and there, but the reason it, this one stuck is because I, 
I feel better. Not right. Not that I just I lost the weight. I look better, but mentally debatable. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> but I, you're pretty chiseled. Thank you, buddy. I, I mean, coming that. from this guy. <laughs> okay, he's hot. <laughs> pretty much. But mentally, the the mental clarity, all that stuff. You For just sure. you feel sharp. You you're not yeah. tired. Um, on pizza night, man, when I eat pizza, I just, I'm done for the rest of the night. Well, you know, you're going to pay for it, Yeah, but you make that sacrifice. Like you're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it because I'm going to pay for it. You know what? That's, I'm going to give it up. But the way, the way I say that I'm going to make up for it is, well, tonight, you know, I'm going to eat this pizza, but tomorrow I got 10 miles tomorrow. So then mentally I'm like, all right, I'm good. But it's not, that's not the way to live. And that's how most people, most people don't have the control that, that we probably have to where we can shut it off. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't drink alcohol either. Alcohol is bad for, for me because <laughs> well, but it, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> take that out. <laughs> well, for me, cause it makes me feel, I'd rather eat pizza, um, than drink alcohol. Cause al- yeah, it's alcohol. It completely destroys me mentally. The next day I feel like garbage. It's, it's a lingering effect. So I have no problem saying no to alcohol. It's funny shit. I, I told you I went to go hunt with my brother just a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. And we're we're sitting in his kitchen and we're we're we're, we're just bullshitting. And he goes to his refrigerator and gets a beer. And I I'm in there talking to him and I'm like, "Oh, you got Michelob Ultra, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Let me have one." And he gave me one, right? Like it was nothing, you know. And I didn't even think about it. And uh, we walk out and I crack it open. I take one sip and I look at him. I'm like. I can't drink this shit. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, one, it doesn't even taste good to me anymore. Yeah. And no. two, what am I trading off to get this? Yeah. And like, do I want to feel horrible, you know, tomorrow because I drank this beer? <laughs> and of course he had to drink it. But but when you go around yeah. people that, that open those doors, though, it, it like that's the environment. Mm-hmm. You're you're hunting you got guns around. You're mm-hmm. you're you're wearing camo. You almost need, you, you need the beer. Oh, was yeah. I supposed to wear camo? I was wearing hot pink. Maybe that's why I didn't. <laughs> hot work. pink camo that's works. Why, that's why you didn't see. Oh, and I know that's what you Damn. had on. I wanted to talk um, a little bit about you know you lost a lot of weight too, which you mentioned. What what was your original weight? I start, you, like, I think the heaviest I ever was was probably about two twenty five, two thirty. Yeah, but you were jacked though, like no, muscle wise. Well. I was like, Fat I, Jack. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, joking. I was, I was size thirty six pants, man, and I'm five seven. That's because you wore them right here. Hey, I'm thirty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah but you're tall, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you're thirty six. You're tall, <laughs> but yeah, that it, I felt like crap. And uh, Kelly just mentioned something um, a couple of days ago. I I used to snore mm-hmm. a lot, like, and I I would wake myself up because I would I couldn't breathe. Jeez, is some yeah. apnea going on? Yeah, something, but now, like, I, I, she's the one that 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 bought it up. I don't snore anymore at all. Yeah. So it's it's something to say, like, if miracle you, drug. Yeah, if you you lose you lose weight, you sleep better, you just overall mentally feel better. Is this like normal? Like, I want to keep touching this thing and adjust it. Quit touching it. I can't yeah, help it. I don't know. So two twenty five, and now you're one seventy five. One seventy two. One seventy two. That's consistent waking up in the morning 172 so that's 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 great you know like that's that's crazy so but that's okay wait when you're five four <laughs> five four you grew <laughs> five three and a half uh, so what i want what i want to say here is that uh what more motivation can you get from um following someone that had such a you know 
such a crazy transformation and, and a healthy one. Y'all, this this didn't happen crazy quick. Y'all look great. Y'all run amazing. Uh, John's like running fast now, and I'm jealous. You're running super fast. Um, I was before Corona. You're like you're. I think at times you run like seven twenties, maybe yeah. even lower. And we ran 13 miles one day and we're all running seven, you know, seven thirty, seven twenties. And, uh, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, this, we, we look good. We're feeling good. Well, y'all look good. We're feeling good. And, um, and I, I don't know, it's something, something's working, you know, and, and the keto yeah. diet is also, you know, you said it's been around forever, mm-hmm. but, um, there's not a lot of information on it. So like, a lot of stuff's anecdotal, like you're having to experiment and you're like adding this, taking away this. Um, it kind of takes that to figure out what works sure. and everybody's kind of different. So you can say one thing and, you know, maybe something else works for another person. But I mean, if you look at you and how, how, how the transformation you've gone through, it's um, something's, something's working. Right. So, yeah. And I, you know, like I said, you're only going to get out what you put in. I put in max effort. So I feel like I got max results out. Um, and, and, you know, I don't scale watch. Okay. Or actually I, I do weigh myself morning and night. <laughs> I, do it, I do it every day, but I don't watch it. <laughs> I do it every day. I do it every day, twice a day, but it means uh, nothing to me. Yeah. Right. Because, but to me, it's more of a research thing. Like when I eat or drink or poo, what is it doing to my body? Like I want to know. Yeah. So I may, I, I've literally multiple times have gone to go take a shower at night, you know, went pee, but I had weighed myself and then go weigh myself again to see what do I weigh after I pee just to know like, what does it affect? And people don't even understand. Like I can drink a Topo Chico or 10 and go weigh myself and weigh exactly the same. But tomorrow, if I go drink a Topo Chico, I'll weigh a pound and a half more right after I drink it. it makes no sense but your body is forever changing and all that. The, what makes people so unsuccessful at these diets is that they give up because they don't see the scale move or whatever. Throw that son of a bitch in the trash. Because if you look in the mirror and you like what you're seeing, because I know people who are stuck at a weight and have been stuck at a weight for a long time, but their body is like sculpting and they're trimming up because you may not be losing you know, on the scale, but internally, you know, your organs are shrinking. The fats around your organs is becoming less and less. And then you're adding muscle in different places or whatever. You're still winning just because a scale doesn't tell you you are, you go with what you see in the mirror. If you like what you see and you like the results you're getting, then you're being successful at it. But you also cannot complain. You know, John, you get results. Because you're, you're, you know, you're driven. You can go cheat and have a cheat meal. You're not going to come back a week later and bitch about not hitting a goal because you're going to hit the goal regardless. But you see a lot of people out there that will go and then a week later they're complaining that they're just not making their goals and all that. But they forget that pizza from Papa John's that they just ate a week ago. And then the week before that, and they don't know why that it's not working. And then they blame the diet. The diet will work, you know, but you got to stop thinking of it as a diet. It's a lifestyle change. You literally change your lifestyle and you don't worry about, um, you know, you don't need food the way you needed it before, before I could eat, right? Like 
if you rolled up a piece of ham and a piece of cheese and that's what I had for the next week, I'd be okay with that because my, if as long as I'm getting what my body needs, I'm okay. Now, do I want a pretty meal that I can put in my camera box and take a picture for and <laughs> let everyone, yeah. you know, look at or whatever? Sure. I do that for fun, you know, but I, nowadays it's, uh, you know, that might only be once a week because I'm so busy with school and, and, and such, but, um, you just gotta go do what works for you. And if keto works for you, then go do keto. If keto doesn't work for you, don't, but do something, get out and move, go change your life, go better yourself and use whatever motivation you need. If it's John, if it's Mike, if it's John and Mike and their show, is it, if, if it's me, whatever, find something that will motivate you and use it. Um, you guys have no clue um, how much you guys have motivated me over the last three years. You, especially you fucker, you started this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. Like you <laughs> were you, so, so pushy and so bossy and you make us do shit we don't want to do. You remember running at Tom Bass and Mike's <laughs> like, Hey, we're just going to go do a light eight yeah. miles. And we were just barely in the eights and the nines yeah. and Mike's making us run seven thirties. Yeah. He's pushing us literally pushing uh, us. Uh, but I'm, I'm thankful for that because I wouldn't be where I am right now without that, um, Hitler type authoritarian <laughs> authoritarian <laughs> tear up. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I do. I've told you that before that I, I credit you with the whole running the aspect of being successful at running, I, I, I accredit you for all that because you, I hated you for pushing us that way. Like, because I knew you were bullying us, but you were doing it to make us better. Yeah. And I feel that I'm better because I was pushed by you. Yep. And, you know, you kill, almost killed me on the bicycle. <laughs> you know, we went for like a 20 mile ride. And the oh next thing I know, I'm on the ground and we're, he's like giving me CPR because I'm about to die. I was on a seven, oh, yeah, I yeah. was on a 17 hour fast. Yeah. I was on a 17 hour fast and we went and rode what? 40 miles. Yeah. And I think at yeah, mile 30, 40. I was literally falling off my bike and we had to go to a, a gas station so I could refuel with some chicharrones <laughs> and a Topo Chico <laughs> so I could make of the course. 10 miles back to my truck. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, yeah, we had 10 more miles to yeah. get back to the truck. Like, not, we couldn't get a Uber. No. Um, we're kind of stuck out there, but no, I mean, and now, and now y'all are the leaders of the pack and I get your Snapchats every morning and you motivate me and y'all are, y'all are just, I think it's a, a good little triangle here and other people in our group are just, we're constantly motivating each other. We'll have highs and lows. We're not, when one of us is on a low, you know, you may be on a high and we just, uh, we keep each other motivated. And I, li I like that we can do that yeah. for each other. Yeah. And that's the whole concept with, the, uh, with social media. Oh, that changed everything. You're good. You're oh, good, shit. dude. <laughs> uh, social media, you know, especially Instagram, like I basically gave up Facebook. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I still post to Facebook because there's still people that are on Facebook that are on Instagram. But I follow so many inspirational people. I'm not talking about the David Goggins or the Cam Haynes or any of those kind of guys or, you know, whatever. I'm talking about real humans on the same journey that I'm on, that you're on, you know, that you're on. You're not really on any journey. Like you just make up your own fucking rules as you go. They're more motivating to me seeing them be successful. Um, you know, whenever they're putting their post out there and they're tagging their fit fam and, and all that such, it's, it's very empowering. Yeah. And it makes you want to be part of that. And it makes you want to better yourself 
or, you know, whatever, if I could just motivate one person to get off the couch and better themselves, then I've done my job as a human. Um, and I always say that a lot of times in my post, I talk about being superhuman. Um, and that's the whole concept is to better yourself and better the world one person at a time. Yep. Right. I live my whole life doing probably horrible shit. <laughs> and I talked um, about people or I didn't help someone for whatever reason or whatever. I don't want to be that human anymore. I want to be a better human and I want to be a part of a better world. And It's never going to get there unless we start a movement together of being superhuman to each other and go out and be awesome every day. Yep. There's not, Corona was awesome. You know, I'm probably one of two people. I don't know. Maybe president Trump loved it. I don't know, but I'm one of two people in the world that probably am like all for this lockdown and how it all happened. Like we're all tired of it now. Yeah. yeah. I look back on it and in 20 years, I'm going to look back on it and be like, that was the greatest time of my life. I learned to cook. I learned to give myself my own haircuts and save myself 50 bucks a month. Nice. Looks good. That's Looks good. pretty crisp. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Dang. It's don't look at the back. I'll I'm take still a work. <laughs> I'm still working on the back. I'm still working on the back. I'm going to take a little credit for that one. Yeah. John got me on cut my hair, but, but, um, I, you know, I did the, the, we, we started a 10 day challenge that turned mine turned into a month because I thought really at the first part in March, we're like, we were only going to be home no more than a month. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run a 10 K every single day until we go back to work. <laughs> I'm glad I cut that off after 30 days. Uh, but I look at that as something that made me better. Um, I did the, that. Um, I had an awesome training for running. I was running 160 miles a month, 150 miles a month because I had the free time. Now um, I went back to school. What? Arizona? Uh, representing <laughs> Sun Devils. Uh, you. I went back to school to finish my four-year degree. Um, spent a lot of time with my family. A lot of time that you would never have gotten any other time. Been real close-knit when you're locked in together, right? And just learned a lot. So I'm appreciative of the time I had being locked in my house. You know, I technically wasn't locked in my house, but I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. Like I learned to cook. Like I said, cooking, that was just dumb luck because i hate cooking or i hated cooking <laughs> now my wife fights me to get into the kitchen to make meals and i win that shit's infectious though yeah. um look we got a one card full huh hell yeah yep because i talk too much no it's good um that social media is infectious though it you, is it you uh you mentioned cam haynes and david goggins the, those those people are, are very inspirational. Um, that's along with your post when you are posting in the morning, watching Cam Haynes climb up the mountain, David Goggins calling everybody bitches yeah, like that. Pussies. <laughs> that, that's, that's motivating, man. Yeah. But, I appreciate it. You know, someone was motivating for me and I'm just hoping to be motivating for someone else. And we just, uh, do that every day to each other. Yeah. We're going to be a better, we're going to be better off. Yeah. So we're, one hour and 23 minutes into what? this. That's pretty good. Um, you want to go ahead and call it? 
I think so. Yeah, we're an SD card full. <laughs> so I mean, we don't wait, wait, hold to. on. You're full. I'm not full. <laughs> they have the same new memory card in them, so well, it's not long before that one goes. There's too. two of y'all, one of me, so it's half the day. <laughs> so yeah. you want to plug your your social media and your your website? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, uh, jhickstx, and then uh, my website is www.justaketoguru.com. I have. Um, all my recipes on there. I have a little background that you just heard about my story and why I'm doing. I do plug a couple of, uh, of people that I support, um, a couple of the companies that I support and why I don't just tell you, I don't just tell you to go to this website. I will tell you why I use them. Uh, and it's, and you know, there's more to be desired on my website, but really right now it's just all about food. Um, there's a blog section for t- talking about running. Uh, and such, but we'll get there right now. My life is full of school and work. Um, and then I try to fit, fit this in and definitely running. Um, but come give me a follow or don't, I don't care. You're going to see me uh, shirtless almost every day running in the morning. <laughs> and then you're probably going to see some food every night and sometimes at lunch too. Um, but yeah, come give me a follow. I think Mike's going to link them up in the, yeah. in the videos and such. And uh, I'll put them in the description, maybe in the video. It'll be somewhere. You'll be able to reach this guy here. Yep. Yep. All right, cool. So that's uh, episode two. That was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all having me on. This was like epic. You guys have done an awesome job, and I wish you best the best success ever. I mean, get on that Rogan level. <laughs> get those 80 million followers. And take this. One day. Over. One day. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yep. Bye. Y'all be good. Yeah.